Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. As you guys are beginning a new year, you probably are thinking about different ways to not only, of course, to be able to live the lifestyle you want, but also ways you can be able to diversify your income and to learn more about ways you can diversify as well. Because of that, I'm excited about our next guest. We have D.N.D. Matthews joining us for, for today. We had a great conversation with her on Amazon Live on our Cyrus Web Presents platform. She's here today on the radio side to talk about her book, Seizing the Crypto Bull Run for Financial Freedom. We're going to talk to D.N. not only about what it's been like for her to have real conversations with people about cryptocurrency, but also helping them to know not only, of course, the things they need to know about it for themselves, but also the right time to be able to look into it, to learn, and then, of course, to be able to be involved in sales. If you guys are just now hearing about the book, we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it, as well as how you can stay connected with Deanne. Deanne, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, glad to have you back. And so, you know, as I mentioned, we had a great conversation on Amazon Live about the book. So you were just sharing with me also, of course, you know, some of the experiences you've been able to have. The book is already a bestseller on Amazon, Deanne. What has it been like for you to be a part of this conversation of not only educating people about cryptocurrency, but also letting them know the things to watch out for and to take advantage of? Well, it's been one of the greatest honors and privileges of my life as someone who came into crypto during the last bear market, and I'll get into the distinction on that later, uh, and suffered tremendously for not knowing what I was doing. I love being able to know that I'm going to be able to help so many people not have to go through what I went through. It's very exciting, and it's particularly exciting as African-American because the way markets work, we tend to hear by last and get bought in last, and retail in general across races. But I'm glad that I can assist the first it's the last to be first on this one. So I'm very excited about it. And and part of the thing for myself, as I mentioned to you, and I was telling my best friend today, you know, I had never before, you know, even in, I know this sounds bad, but uh, being 48, I've never really even looked much into cryptocurrency. I would hear about it, never had any negative thoughts about it, Deanne, just when people would ask me, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, and I was like, no, I actually haven't. It just wasn't something that was on my radar. I bring that up because education is a big component of what you've been doing, and I got, when I was reading the book myself, that's what really, you know, kind of excited me was that it kind of broke it down. Do you think that's been the key for you with these conversations is to let people know exactly what cryptocurrency is and, and the best way to be able to educate themselves about it? Yes, I am a teacher at heart, I'm a third generation teacher, actually. And so for me, the thing that was missing in the crypto space was there's a lot of very good books about it. There's a lot of wonderful YouTube channels about it. And, you know, we're not talking about the scammy ones, but just like wonderful channels that are exist to keep you up with what's going on. But until someone comes and breaks it down to you, it's like, you know, like the old saying, it's all Greek to me. Well, yeah. basically that's cryptocurrency until you, okay, this is what it is. This is how it was developed. This is how it operates. 
and this is how you can safely get in there and not get, you know, lose your shirt, your rug, your hat, your coat, all of it. And that was what was missing, and I, it was my honor to be able to provide that to the state. You mentioned earlier, and you said you were going to get into it. I think this is a great segue here. You know, some of the the terminology, I think, in itself can be confusing, right? Uh, We've heard about, you know, anyone who's watched the news, now you may not have known what it is, but you've heard about the bull market, the bear market. Even in the title of your book, Deanne, it says, Season the Crypto Bull Run for Financial Freedom. Talk to us about that language and what that actually means, the bull and bear market, and how that plays into people educating themselves. Okay, so those terms are borrowed from the stock market, actually, and they are more than 100 years old. Crypto doesn't work exactly like what we have borrowed the terminology. So the idea is you can think about the bulls running down Wall Street. If the bulls are running, things are going really well, stocks going up. But eventually they get tired and the bears come and eat them and they give all that value back. So you, that's the idea of the ups and the downs of the market. It's either running up or going down as the profit is taken out. Well, in crypto, you have a – all markets have cycles, but crypto has a mathematical cycle that's linked to the nature of Bitcoin, which just had its 15th birthday yesterday, I believe. Hmm. Um, it has a – because I heard you say that, you know, I'm 48 and I haven't looked into this. Bitcoin's a teenager, you haven't missed it right. yet. <laughs> but it has its own cycle based on how much of it is available to be produced in a particular four-year span. So when the amount of that is called a halving, there's only going to be half as much available in the future, that tends to tick off to chip off what's called a supply shock because people are shocked to realize, oh, you mean the supply of Bitcoin is going to get smaller and I won't be able to get any? So that's a supply shock. And that supply shock then causes people to want to be buying Bitcoin, and that spillage from Bitcoin then falls down into the other cryptocurrencies that are available, and that starts the bull run. However, that in crypto is pre-mathematical. About 548 days or 18 months later, it tops out mathematically because it's preparing for its next halving, if you will. And then the bears come and eat all the profits. People start selling because they realize it's not going to go up any farther. So we borrow terms from the stock market. Bull runs and bear runs are real bear markets are really borrowed terms, but they do describe what goes on every four years. You have a bull half and you have a bear half. It's not quite even two years, but you got some transition time. But you have those things and for the last fifteen to sixteen years, we've been getting into close to that, we have now seen three complete cycles, and we are now going into a fourth cycle now, which is why it's the coming bull run this year. Okay. So so let's talk about that. So one of the things, again, for people who are just now finding out about you and your book, Dan, one of the things you do is you kind of share your own journey. What is it? What was it about cryptocurrency that first, first piqued your interest? Um, I saw a video on YouTube from a channel called Three Blue and One Brown. He usually does very high mathematics, which I cannot calculate, but I'm fascinated by. But he got so many questions on his channel about what is Bitcoin. And it just so happened that I saw that video and I remember I watched it and I kept watching it because I have just enough high mathematics so that it made sense to me. And I heard, like yourself, I heard about Bitcoin. But, you know, I'm sitting up here like, 
it's not it's not clicking. It's too new. It's not clicking. Then I watched that. And I thought, okay, that made sense, but I still don't understand it. So I literally, I am a Christian woman. I literally prayed, Lord, if you want me in Bitcoin, you're gonna to have to give me a way that I understand. I'm a writer and a communicator. So I don't have the math skills to be able to keep up with it on that side. But if you could show me a way, it was two weeks later, and there was a little cryptocurrency, which was the predecessor of Hive, which I mentioned in the book, that allowed you to come and write and receive rewards in crypto that you could swap for Bitcoin. That's how I got in there. But I got in in 2019. So the market was on that side, just like in 2023, it was just crashing out. But I stayed because I believed in you brought me in there. And as I yeah. stayed, I learned. And I picked up the knowledge that I needed to um, get ready because I was there in 2020 and 2021 because I stayed. And that's how I got the knowledge from one bear to another to be able to do season the crypto bull run for financial freedom. And I, I love that. And I love the way that you're able to break that down and kind of let people know for one, of course, you know what to be careful about, but also, of course, again, as you mentioned, the education component that keeps coming up, which is why this conversation, I think, is so great at the beginning of this year. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, it's on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Deanne D. Matthews to our broadcast today. She's the author of the book, Season the Crypto Bull Run for Financial Freedom. It's a bestseller on Amazon. We're going to remind you how you can get your own copy of it. For those joining us through our online affiliates, you all can find the link actually with this broadcast, so you'll be able to click on it from there. Part of what you do when it comes to education in the book is giving us the terminology, Deanna. Another thing I really appreciate, and I love the fact that you know you give some great warnings as well. One of those warnings you give, uh, it's found on, let's see, make sure that I am telling people the right thing. Yes, on page 33 of the book in Chapter 3, Investment Principles and Decisions, you, you say this, Never, ever invest in anything you don't understand. Never, ever invest more money in anything than you can afford to lose. That is why starting early in the cycle is key. I wanted to talk about those two things for this reason, uh, Deanne, and I know our audience has probably seen this, especially on social media. I won't name platforms, but sometimes you get these messages <laughs> <laughs> on social media yeah. about or get these requests from people who are you look at their bio and there you see crypto and I think this is one of the reasons why it's gotten a bad connotation too, Deanne. You get these messages and the first thing they do is say hello, hey have you have you thought about <laughs> getting involved in yep. you know, in this or that. Talk to us about not only, of course, why it's important for people to understand what they're getting involved in, but also to make sure they're being reasonable in their investment if they do make the decision to get involved in crypto. Well, again, both of those warnings are old investment wisdom. Like I said, we've borrowed some terms from how the stock market operates. We've also borrowed old investment wisdom. Isaac Newton knew quite a bit about gravity. What he didn't understand was the tulip. And so he got caught up in the tulip bubble of that time. A man is it's not a question of you being intelligent. I think we're going to have to give Newton uh, some help to invent calculus. Not that he wasn't intelligent. It's just he got caught up and he didn't understand that market. That's old wisdom. But in crypto, oh, like tulips wilt in June. If you come into crypto at the wrong time in the cycle, you are going to go through two years of pain, doom, agony, and despair because the market will go down between 70 and 
So every dollar you put in there will go down to between 30 and 10 cents. And if you don't know when to get in and you don't know when to get out, that's inevitable. Because psychology says when something is running, oh, my gosh, well, so-and-so got 100X on theirs. They put a dollar in and they got 100. I'm going to just tip on in here. In December, in December, well, in January 2026, and I'm sure that's going to happen to me. No, it's not. You can really get hurt badly. And unfortunately, on the Internet, the other reason that I wrote this book is because I realized even a lot of people that have very good channels and people who are doing crypto projects have not necessarily sat down. Remember, I came into it because of math. Yeah. Not everyone has sat down and done the math. And if you don't understand the mathematical nature of the crypto market and you don't understand how it works, you are going to get badly hurt. And in terms of your ability to profit, you have to have a different mindset in January 2025 than you do today. Because by January 2025, if the math holds, now there's a world war being threatened out there, so, you know, stuff happens. There's an election. Stuff happens. But if the mathematics holds, you don't have as much of a run left. So if you think you're going to come in in January 2026, be able to do what someone who got in in January 2025 or earlier can do, you're going to get hurt because you're going to stay too long. And then round about January, let's say May 2026, you're going to get killed. And people literally have committed suicide. People literally have, you know, lost their lives. Um, And I take that with great gravity because I don't want to lead anybody into a position where they're going to be in despair. So I take that with great gravity. A lot of people who promote crypto don't, but people bet their whole lives on Bitcoin, and they do it at the wrong time. And I'm like, no, don't bet your life on it. Bitcoin is not Jesus. Don't do that. Don't bet your life on it. But know how to, first of all, get an understanding, and second of all, don't bet your life on it. Put in a reasonable amount early enough and learn when to get out. So that brings up an interesting question because, again, going back to what you mentioned that I read in in, um, Chapter 3, never, ever invest more money in anything than you can afford to lose. How do people normally – how do you normally – because I know this is one of the things you do on the educational aspect when you're working with people one-on-one, Deanne. How do you normally explain to them what that means for them? There's a very good um, – there's a wonderful YouTube channel called Black Women Making Money, and she breaks this down to ten parts, which I will condense. Make sure that you don't use any money in the crypto markets that you need to take care of, food, clothing, shelter. That's number one. When I started, the, when I really started investing, uh, the, of course, COVID-19 was going on. So because I had gotten on that particular platform, I had $15 a week that I could afford. That's where I started. I had $15 to convert from what I'd earned in 2019 per week, and that's how I started. Because even though some stimulus had started by, let's say, July, I still had to look at, okay, what are my actual bills? And given that we haven't had them, I'm in California, so every, when I say everything shut down, I mean 80 90% of my income disappeared overnight from the rest of the world. So I really had to be careful. So I took $15 a week 
And then I remember when I had enough Bitcoin, it started going up, then I traded my Bitcoin for Ethereum. And then when I had Ethereum, then I looked at what I call the Ethereum extended family. So I worked very slowly and humbly in mid-2020, but because it was mid-2020, time element. So make sure you don't endanger any responsibilities that you have. This is not a casino. And even if it were a casino, remember, the house always wins. Don't play against the house. Look at what you can afford to invest in a good project. I mentioned only three because those three, you know, they can be vetted. They're out there. They have some track record. But don't put money that you need to live. The point of getting in early is that you do not need to do that. If you can look at your coffee budget, or you can look at your daily budget and there's $5 that you're just spending on things that you enjoy but don't really hurt your budget either way, let that be your Bitcoin money for a while. And then when you get more confident and you learn more, of course, you can take higher risk. The higher learning you have, the higher risk you can safely take. It's an interesting but balance that you even – I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dean. I, I said don't mess off. with the food. Never, ever mess your food clothing. My last thought was just don't ever mess with your food clothing and shelter for any investment at any time, anywhere, anyhow, ever. But you'll play money. When you get better at it, you can put more of that in there. I was just going to say, it it seems to be an interesting balancing act, though, because you do say in Chapter 8 of the book, and I want to read this because, you know, I think what what is the fear of some people, I think a lot of times people think of cryptocurrency or Bitcoin as we think of social media. You know, a lot of times people will say, oh, you want to make sure you get on this trend before it becomes saturated. You know, you need to be be early in this. You say this in Chapter 8 of the book on page 71, I also tend to avoid the crowd generally. It is too late when the public has found its way in mass into a market. By the time Bitcoin and Ethereum are in the mainstream news, it is too late for those who watch the news to see the largest gains because experienced investors are one or two years ahead of them and have caught the entire run-up. Again, this is why I'm writing this book in the summer of 2023. I want you to have the chance to get as close to having the advantages I have as possible. I'm going to stop there. I want to talk about that. So you you were writing the book the summer of 2023. The book came out in 2023. If people are listening to this at the beginning of 2024, what is your advice for them, Deanne? I'm still very early. In the book, you'll see that I broke down the two years into approximate six-month tranches or slots. So the earliest possible slot is between the autumn of 2023 and the spring of 2024. Winter, of course, is dead center. Midwinter is February, basically. So you're still in the early tranche where the bull run is, you know, Bitcoin is moving because people think it's going to be an ETF, which is a whole different conversation than today. But you're still in the – okay, so let me just break down these tranches to make it easier for people. Okay. Okay, so we're still in the what, the end of what's called the accumulation phase. We're out of the bear run, and, and people are beginning to notice Bitcoin, but the rest of the market's still quite quiet. And like Hive that I mentioned in the book is not – is really kind of just accumulating in the same range, kind of bouncing up and down and up and down. A lot of altcoins are. But some of them altcoins, everything, not Bitcoin, Um but some of them are beginning to move. People are beginning to notice them, but we're still very, very early. Between the spring and the autumn of this, the next six-month period, Bitcoin is due to have its having event that will start the surprise shock in April. 
The projected date is around April 15th or 16th. So it's like pay your taxes, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Those dates are going to be very close together this year. And this starts the second trend because this is traditionally where people began to, around the having is traditionally where the clock starts because it was 548 days from the last having to the end of the bull run, so the mathematical clock starts. And generally between there and, let's say, November, and December, people began to really pick up on buying Bitcoin. If there is a Bitcoin ETF, the buying frenzy will be probably accelerated. In the next trance, which is between the autumn and the spring of the next year, is where some projects begin to make their tops. In other words, they're beginning to approach as high as they will go. Retail is hearing on the news. The average person is hearing on the news. Okay, somebody, Bitcoin made it to its all-time high. It's up at $75,000. Oh, my gosh, it's going to go to $250,000, $500,000, maybe even a million. And the retail stampede starts at about the winter of that time. That's about the last safe time period to get started in terms of you really have to have control of yourself um, and think, okay, maybe – depending on what I'm invested in, if I've done my learning, there are probably some good coins, not Bitcoin, that still have some run left. But that's really kind of the last time to invest conservatively. That last bit, I remember that last is last cycle. Between spring and autumn, the Bitcoin bull run is predicted to end around the turn of October, November of 2025. So if you get there, are thinking about how they're going to exit probably around the summer of 2025. Mm. Uh, retail, though, will still be coming in, and yes, some coins will still have runs. Bitcoin, sometimes, some of these coins will run probably even into the winter of 2026 because you got to account for Christmas runs and holiday stuff. So there will still be some movement, but if People who come in then thinking that 2025 and 2026 will be like 2024 and that first half of 2025, not so much. So it's important to, as someone who's experienced the market for years and has studied the previous cycle, it's important to know, it's like I said, I'm giving away advantages because what people normally do like me is that we sell in the summer of 2025 and we sell for everybody who doesn't know any better who's trying to get into the market at that time. But uh, I was not put on this earth to take candy from babies. So I want you to have what I have. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. Well, and I think, too, this is why working with people, um, people like yourself, Dan, is so important. So I want to ask about that component. You've written a book. Is this um, something that you do all for, like, if if you do do consulting for individuals who need that more personalized attention? Not yet. Uh, because I'm not expecting, well, I haven't started yet because, again, most people are not thinking about this. It's too early. I anticipate that in the spring and afterwards that I will be. But I am accessible. And if you know, I have one consultation because that's a family member that I will be doing. So I am, of course, capable of doing it. I just haven't seen a massive run yet. But I will be ready to do courses and consultation on this by about March, April, and anticipate okay. And I am accessible. If people have questions, I have a YouTube channel that has a playlist on this, and I'm also accessible on Facebook. Love that. 
love that. And, and I think that is, you know, that is one of the, the cool things about these conversations because people may hear hear you, um, Deanne, they may get the book and say, you know what, I would love to be able to know more. I'm ready to, you know, to try, you know, to get involved. And I think being able to have that opportunity is so great. And that's why we're so glad to have you here with us. Again, everyone, Deanne D. Matthews has been our guest. She's the best-selling author of Seizing the Crypto Bull Run for Financial Freedom, the book is out now. You all can get it right now on Kindle. So definitely take advantage of that. Or I have the paperback edition. Um, you can get that as well for a very good price on Amazon. So make sure you all take advantage of the opportunity to start educating yourself. It is such an important thing, as you heard Deanne mentioned here. Deanne, how can our audience stay connected with you? Well, I am. Uh, my name is my name pretty much everywhere. Deanne D. Matthews on Facebook. And also on YouTube, I have a My Crypto Journey playlist. So if you put my name as one word in my crypto journey playlist, you'll find it. Um, and I began in 2022 to talk about what I experienced getting ready, knowing that we were getting ready to come into this time period. Probably Facebook is the easiest. Um, just Deandy Matthews. I'm pretty much that everywhere. And if you get in contact with me and let me know that you're interested in learning more about this, I'll make myself available. And I'll probably be offering consultations more officially March, April-ish. Okay. All right, so make sure you guys are staying connected with Deanne. Deanne, always a pleasure. Looking forward to our next chat together. Yes, and I'm looking forward to talking with you too. Thank you so much. More than welcome, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care.